0: Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I'm Mark Anthony, and this is Demolition News Radio, Episode 91.
1: You're listening to Demolition News Radio.
0: In this episode, top dogs, mutts and mongrels.
1: Demolition News Radio is the podcast of DemolitionNews.com and The Demolition Magazine.
0: From the 8th to the 11th of March, 2018, a cacophony of canines and their owners will descend upon the National Exhibition Centre in Birmingham for the world-famous Crufts Dog Show. For three days, those dogs will be biting and barking to establish their dominance over each other. The larger animals will attempt to ensure that the smaller dogs follow their lead, while the handlers will do their best to ensure that the dogs don't form into unruly and destructive packs. Meanwhile, some poor unfortunate soul will be required to clear up the mess left behind. When it's all over, the chances are that a pampered, preened and sorry excuse for a dog will be crowned supreme champion, while the working dogs are once again overlooked for the big prize. All of which means that the National Exhibition Centre will be practised and well prepared when the National Federation of Demolition Contractors arrive for their hastily arranged Extraordinary General Meeting just a few days later.
1: Demolition News Radio, the independent voice of the global demolition industry.
0: I haven't set foot in the NFDC's head office in Hemel Hempstead since the day I was fired unceremoniously as the Federation's press officer, so this may have changed. If it has, I apologise. But when a trade association refuses to engage with the industry's largest media outlet, you sometimes just have to take a flyer. During my last and rather ill-tempered visit, Two portraits adorned the walls of the Resurgent House boardroom. Both featured former presidents that are sadly no longer with us. Both held the office of president more than 30 years ago, before some of the current crop of members were even born. Yet both men were and remain revered through the demolition industry. One portrait features Sidney Hunt Sr., who was president from 1982 to 1984, and again from 1988 to 1990. The other features Claude Brown, who was president from 1966 till 1968 and whose son, at the time of broadcast, is currently bearing the weight of the presidential chains of office. If the UK demolition industry had a House of Lords, Sid Hunt Sr and Claude Brown would rightly be the first inductees. But I fear that the two of them would be pretty lonely.
1: Demolition News Radio. Putting your finger on the pulse of the industry.
0: There have been 17 NFDC presidents since Sidney Hunt handed over the baton for the second and final time. And, in my opinion, it's telling that remarkably few of them are revered and respected in quite the same way. Of course, Howard Button, president from 1996 to 1999, has gone on to emulate Hunt and Brown with both his staying power and his dedication to the Federation cause, way beyond the term of his presidency. Similarly, David Sinclair has held just about every high office the industry has to offer, both here in the UK, in Europe, and most recently in the US. As the industry's most decorated individual, he too would surely merit a place in demolition's House of Lords, should such a thing ever exist. But beyond Sid Hunt, Claude Brown, Howard Button and David Sinclair, you'd be struggling to make a case for many more.
1: To subscribe to the Demolition magazine, just head over to DemolitionNewsStore.com.
0: Before I was shown the exit, I worked with four, well, three and a half NFTC presidents. And I was fortunate that two of them, David Clark and David Darcy, demonstrated all the passion and commitment of their most notable peers. Given that Clark went on to dedicate his time to the National Demolition Training Group, and Darcy is currently heading out the Institute of Demolition Engineers, You could probably make a case for their admission to the demolition House of Lords too. If I was lucky to be around when Clark and Darcy were wielding their influence, I consider myself unlucky to have been shown the exit before William Sinclair took up the reins. Like his father David, William Sinclair is a moderniser and a reformer. It comes as no surprise to me that he's enjoyed a good stint as President of the European Demolition Association. But the fact is that while Sid Hunt and Claude Brown, and to a lesser degree Darcy, Clark and Sinclair, use their presidencies to strive for the greater good of the entire industry. The same, sadly, cannot be said of everyone that has worn the chains of office since. Of course, it's easy to place the likes of Sid Hunt and Claude Brown and David Sinclair on a pedestal, but you can't please all the people all the time. And maybe, just maybe, their respective contributions appear larger and more significant with the benefit of hindsight. And even Howard Button who is virtually beyond reproach, and who is, therefore, in the nicest possible way, the closest thing that we have to the Queen Mother, has not been beyond criticism at times either. But each of these men were primarily selfless, and selflessness will be their lasting legacy. That's why their names echo through the halls of the industry, long after they cease to wear the chains of office. And that, sadly, is why rather more are forgotten, even as they're collecting the Man of the Year award that is bestowed all too predictably on most outgoing presidents. Thanks for listening.
1: If you would like to help support this show, Demolition News or The Demolition magazine, please consider becoming a patron. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash demolition news to find out more.